0: This
1: is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson, and this is for the players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast. Of over 40 years of playing PlayStation and eight plus years in that games media combined. We thought we'd throw a hat into the ring and join that PlayStation conversation. The PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on the YouTube and 8 a.m. on all those podcast services now, including Spotify. But if you want to get deep into that conversation, head to facebook.com slash groups slash pop where you, you can uh, get all, all chatty with with us as well as many of our community members. If you want to show the love of the pop culture, you can head over to patreon.com slash the pop Culturist, where you might find a tier that interests you and if you are a patreon at any tier you can join us as we record this live on whatever day we do it it varies it will, it will get back to regular soon but it right now it varies uh, and if you want to show the love on your body head to popculturistscom slash shop we can buy shirts like this phone cases like this and other things there was a sale on totally missed it but that's cool uh, and we are on twitch at twitch.tv slash the pop culturists now josh is still away but breaking news he'll be back next week very cool but today we have a first today my guest is a friend of mine we've been friends for like eight years something something like some bonkers like that so this is max now max is the first guest on in a in the 80 episode run of for the players that isn't media or a popsy employee He is straight up from the community. Hey man, hey man. You you feel a little bit, a little bit honoured, a little bit privileged. Very, very honoured, very privileged.
0: Just goes to show that if you fake your resume enough, you get the (laughs) job you need. If you just (laughs) hang around, someone's
1: like, "You want to come do a thing?" Yeah, you're like, "Yeah, this got my day job.
0: This guy looks qualified enough." (laughs) I'm just here. I'm just here, yeah, just here to have out, have some fun, hang out, you know.
1: Yeah, so you're an avid listener of the show. Talk and, and, shop. And so we've been friends for, for, for like, at times of, I, I, I was thinking about it before, before, before you rocked up, and I was like, all right, well, that's, how do I do the spiel with Max? And like, you know, we've known each other for for years and years. And I thought about it, and I'm like, oh, when didn't like, So you're friend, you were friends with Millie, but then you're you're friends with like another mutual friend of ours. Like, where did it all come back together and then I remembered like, oh we used to. so the big thing we used to do back in the day we used to play a lot of Call of Duty together a lot of Call a lot of, Duty, of Call yeah. Duty on PS3 so I'm like okay cool let's think back to PS3 now all right because that was a long time ago
0: yeah <laughs> I'm like which one
1: to we playing so we're playing these ones I was playing with this house and I lived at that house during this oh my god that's eight years ago yeah yeah like, was it, holy was shit. It, I was in Queensland get The fuck out, really? Yeah, I remember that.
0: I was in Queensland back then, so it's been a long time.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, cause it's when I lived in uh, the outer suburbs of Melbourne. Remember, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: With, 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 with the parents. Yeah, yeah. And dad used to be like, What the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to play Call of Duty for the like, next six hours.
0: Yeah, I used to get that all the time. You know, you get the pa- parents yell out, Can you shut up? Like, some of us are trying to sleep. And we're like, It's like 10 o'clock, guys. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we have work in the morning. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's um, it was good times. I've talked like I've talked about that those Call of Duty times a lot in in this show and yeah. in many games things because I talk about when I used to give a shit about Call of Duty. Now it's a little bit like with Blackout, I'm a little bit back there. But yeah, we like we didn't even play Call of Duty anymore at all. Like we just stopped. Like Ghosts, maybe.
0: Uh, yeah. So because I hit I hit competitive COD in Black Ops Two, so mm. I played with a very select group. And then I kind of fell off as well. They just got progressively worse. The higher I could jump and the longer I could run on a wall, the less interested I was mm, in playing it. Very so, much. It's nice to be back on the ground yeah. in Blackout. It's fantastic.
1: But that's what we are playing <laughs> eight years ago. What have you been playing this week, man? What have you been playing this week? Man, Pokemon came out. Yeah. And I stupidly
0: stayed up till six o'clock this morning playing Pokemon. because uh, Yeah, it
1: is now... Two o'clock in the
0: afternoon. Nostalgia just hits you, man. You work by an hour ago. <laughs> it's it's so good. It looks so good. Mm. It feels so good. I mean, I'm playing with the the Pokeball controller, which fits nicely in my undersized hands. Undersized.
1: <laughs> I've got those big man hands. Yeah, so I
0: got. I got, I got. I do not have big man hands, mm. so it fits really nicely. Um. Yeah, it's so much fun. You know, bringing back all the memories of Pokemon Yellow. I haven't played any of them since. Gold I think was the last one I played so
1: see what well, like as I said in in the in the stream last night which is on Twitch in the vods and I'm thinking I am going to put it up on Facebook uh Facebook why put it up on YouTube and see how we go about putting the vods on YouTube if so it changes anything yeah because you know we don't stream YouTube anymore um but yeah so I've played all of them except black and white 2 because I was like it's I played black and white what's the difference um but in terms of pokemon that I remember gold like up to gold and silver And then anything after, I'm like, I fucking no idea. Yeah,
0: they, that's kind of what threw me off. It it Mm. just got too many, and they all started looking really weird. And they, they kind of, I feel that they kind of lost that, that magic that they had in the first few
1: gens. Mm. They kind of.
0: So it's nice to be back in the OG.
1: Well, because I never had a Game Boy Advance. Okay. So I completely missed like uh, Ruby and Sapphire, and then I came back later with the DS, and then eventually went back. And then when you play it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna pretend that none of those first two fifty exist. This is almost like a soft reboot." Yeah. I'm like yeah, but I like those ones. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so this is great. So th- so all those PlayStation show. We're still gonna talk about Pokemon anyway. Um, so I should mention thank you to, N- to Nintendo Australia for providing um, us uh, myself a copy of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and the Pokeball Plus. Um, disclosure, of course. Uh but yeah, so it's very inspired by Pokemon Yellow. So you're mm. so depend there's no choice here, you're not given Pikachu or eevee Depending on the version you get, that's the one you get. Yeah. Um, and then, you, just like yellow, you can find the starters throughout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it be in those sort of planned events, like meeting the woman inside the the house, it's really in city for Bulbasaur. Yeah, you it pretty early. You just straight up find it in Viridian Forest, like I yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was, like I was streaming, and there's a, a great dude named uh, Crispy Biscuit. Yep. Awesome name. He's like, hey, did you find a Bulbasaur in Viridian City? And mind you, I was like just on the outside of Mount Moon on the on the other end. And I'm like, you what now? <laughs> so I hiked it back. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Got myself a Bulbasaur. I must
0: admit, I haven't seen any in the wild yet. I have all the starters now, because obviously the integration with Pokemon Go. Oh, I've yeah, traded, of course. I've traded all my starters across. I'm missing a Bulbasaur, because I didn't have one. Have the Ivysaur, though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, might go back.
1: So, yeah, so, so there is on. that woman at, Surin, yeah. at the, in Serene City, or you can just go find her own. Yeah. Either way. But you know, it, it's great. Okay, like it, it does fit a nice nostalgia because it's the game that I remember. It's the game yeah, I love.
0: It's, it's the same for me. It's the game that I most remember. Out of yeah, the series.
1: and it looks fantastic, as you said. It looks so good. So if this is where they're going f- into what would ne- be the next core Pokemon RPG, two thumbs up for
0: me. Oh yeah, me
1: up. Yeah, like definitely. I did. All, I didn't. If you go back to our old reviews of of Sun and Moon, like we talked about, like hey, the uh, just put it out there. The sprite quality here seems greatly better than what 3ds should be able to do. Not in like yeah, you can you can see it's very clearly subsampled down. Like yeah. as in, it's like we've got this image, we bring it down. Like that implies something big's coming.
0: Yeah, no, it'll be good. It'll be interesting to see where they take it. If they, you know, Nintendo lately have been uh, bold in their reinventions of some of their stuff, it'll be interesting if they go in a completely new path, like they did with Zelda and mm-hmm. and Mario Odyssey, even. I mean, I know it's not uh, Game Freak do their own do their own thing. Yeah, they're kind they're kind of um, but, um, just
1: published by by Nintendo, so they can almost do what they but want. But it'll
0: be interesting to see if they do mix it up a little bit, because obviously this is this is very different from any
1: mm-hmm. any other one. Speaking of incredibly different from what we originally knew, we've also been playing Fallout seventy six. I
0: have Fallout seventy six. Uh, I haven't put much time into it so far. Uh, I think I'm. Level twelve-ish. Mm-hmm. I've explored most of the map. That tends to be my first step in games like this. I like to be able to, you know, because when you get to those named locations, you get a fast travel point. So I went and explored the map as much as I
1: could without dying. Speaking of maps, going to check. I'm, I'm currently buying one on eBay. So can me safe. Keep, keep chatting.
0: Uh, so you know, I ran around ah, the map, been trying to trying to hit those those fast travel locations to make it a little bit easier to get around the map. Even though it does cost caps, which mm-hmm. are super hard to come by, but um, as I'm playing on a on a standard PS4, I'm having some some frame rate issues, which can be can be difficult at times, especially when I die due to them. <laughs> but apart from that, I mean, I've never been a huge Fallout fan. I literally bought it because a lot of my friends were playing it. I love playing games with friends, so I jumped in, and um, yeah, I'm having fun with it. Like it's good. I'll definitely be playing more of it, but for now, I think Pokemon is going to take up most of my time.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. So after playing the beta, uh, I really, it really took my fancy. Yeah. I, I'm a big Fallout fan, like I say, big, but like I thoroughly enjoyed three, and I, I enjoyed four a lot compared to what everyone sort of bitches and whinges about it. Stop yelling at me, phone. Let me just win. I'll beat up it again.
0: Did you play the original Fallout's where they
1: were? uh i'm not gonna buy that anymore stupid ebay uh i i I played fallout tactics yeah but at the time like this is when i was like 11 so i didn't really know i'm just guessing i didn't really know what fallout was at that point so i was like oh okay cool and i just had the disc so i've got them somewhere here i just never played them um recently uh So oh and i should mention as well thank you to bethesda australia for providing us the code for fallout 76 um yeah, it was like, I, I really, I'm really digging it. I'm liking the multiplayer. When I played it in the beta, and we did, and I, and I was by myself, it was very lonely, very isolating. Yeah. And for that reason, you can, I got bored kind of quick. But I could certainly see where the game was going. So one of the first things we did when we, when it did, uh, when the code came through and we got it booted up on release day, um, I jumped in with Joel from Anagame, and we went and explored together, mm. and that instantly made it way more fun.
0: Yeah. The only thing I'm hoping for is that they fix the PvP a little bit. Mm. Um, it's very... I get the whole they need to be wary of the whole griefing thing. But at the same time, I mean, at the moment, it's you've got to be level 5 before you can openly PvP. Yes. But you also need to retaliate to the shots for it to be...
1: Yeah. For those who don't off. know, so the way the PvP works for Fallout 76 is that uh, you can be confronted by another another uh, p- human player. Uh and they will shoot you and you they'll take like a minuscule amount of health. Mm. Like not a lot, but it's enough to get your attention. So if you they can shoot you all day and you will it'll take hours and hours and hours for yeah. you to die. The whole idea is that you you will only get regular damage if you retaliate and that engages PvP mode. Yeah. And then you have a shootout and then you win or you lose. Um me personally, I play. I'm playing this game PVE. Yeah. I ha- like the only time I've shot another person was a when I allegedly did it by accident in the beta, which I remember doing, uh, and because I became wanted out of nowhere, and in the in the full release when I found a wanted dude and Joel and I were like, this is gank him. Yeah. He's wanted. He's well, I'll just take him out of his misery. Um, yeah. So they that so then we when we received the the wanted and that's it. Like other than that, I've 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 been. Jumped a couple of times, yeah. And I just didn't do anything. I'm like, whatever.
0: Yeah, well, so the first time I I encountered it, I was doing I was doing a mission, and um, so I was like level six at the time. The, this guy was like level twenty five, and he shot me. He's kind of goading me on. I was like, I'm just gonna do my own thing, man. Like, I'm not really interested. Mm. But um, you know, in games like that, the, sometimes the PvP is kind of cool. Like I've I've come from other survival games. Like I didn't play Ark as much, but I played Conan and. You know, you get slayed out a lot, and um, that's that's the thing that I like about those games. I like that PvP. I like being constantly on my toes. Mm. It it's good for those who aren't interested in that, but I think it needs to be reworked a little bit. Like the fact that yeah, it's it's we it's just a weird system that if you don't retaliate. It just doesn't matter. It's like it just doesn't exist. I, I, I
1: do. I I see what they're it, trying to you, do in terms kinda, of like a handshake. Yeah, it's you like, kind
0: of need this gentleman's agreement of yeah drawing pistols, and then you go for it. But you know, who says one, two, three, go in a knife fight? <laughs> so yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's an odd scenario. I guess it comes from with the the big the big main player base for Fallout. Are, they used to uh, play by themselves players, yeah. and they used to doing PVE. So I, that would make total sense for me. Because I said that that's that's my plan. Um, I would like them to see them implement at some point if they do implement private servers, which they have talked about in the past. That'd be cool. Um, and whether they can have then PvP servers, PvE servers where it's literally just switched on and off. Yeah. Like I understand that infrastructure may not be there currently because they always want to get as many people in as they can. And then if they do note that there's more people wanting to engage in PvP, because they'll have those, they'll have those backend numbers. They'll say X yeah. amount of players are doing this and this and this. So it might be worthwhile for them to then open up PvP. PvP only servers, so them us make a new menu, and you put, "Hey, do you want to play pv or PVP today?" And you're like, oh, yeah. "P."
0: Um, having not played many of the other games, do do the enemies tend to like chase you forever in the in the in like Fallout Four, Fallout Three? Cause um, when I was playing the other day, I got chased a good five minutes by this death claw down the side of a mountain. Death claws, just...
1: <laughs> yes. Death claws are gnarly, and, and they will just stomp you out. Uh, there are couple, the big, There's a big couple difference in differences so far in the enemies. Uh, now, in majority of the Fallout games, you play a lot. You verse a lot of raiders, which are human NPC people that are just out and about in the wild. Uh, we're here because you are the first humans out of the vault. Um, anyone that's left around is either scorched or ghouls. Yeah, and what's with the scorched beasts and all that sort of stuff as well? Big, yeah, I've run into a few of those. Big mythos thing around the scorched beasts, which which I'm yet to really deal with. But
0: I, w- I walk up, I see the big fifty above their name, and I just walk away. <laughs> I'm, like, no, I'm good.
1: Um, yeah, so like, they're right, depending on the enemies, but a lot of them with the scorched and the ghouls, they're just, just yeah, literally just. <laughs> um, so Josh when he does return next week I know he'll have a lot to say about Fallout 76 because he's played a ton of it over the last couple of days he was really hesitant about picking it up and he's like yeah I'll get it because he's doing game sharing with his son yeah. so they're like cool and they both play it and I went, I joined them last night and they're off a Power Armor and piss fighting around and all that sort of stuff I'm like you guys are great so he's going to come and he, he'll have a lot to say about Fallout 76 yeah, that'll be good it'll be good to hear um, and because of all these releases and I did pick up Spyro as well um, I have uh, I put like 15 minutes into it and it feels like Spyro. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's Spyro. Nice. Um, that's another game where the enemies mean jack shit. You, boom, you just, you flame <laughs> them or you run into them like, and like, and you literally are just in the way of me getting coin, getting gems.
0: Yeah, well, let's face it, the the platforming is more deadly than the enemies in that game. That's certainly true.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know how I'll go about finishing it or even giving a shit about it, but uh, my wife was keen, and I thought maybe my son will like it at some point. Purple is bright and colorful. Yeah, so for those reasons, I've not been able to spend as much time in Red Dead Redemption, which makes me sad because that game is really good. And I
0: haven't played it in like two weeks. Like. I have this problem where, especially with any media um, books, an example, if I know how a book ends, I struggle to reread it. Did you get it spoiled for you? Well, no, because it's a prequel game, oh, okay. I essentially know how it's going to end, and like I'm fairly far through the game. I think I'm at like chapter five. Mm-hmm. Dutch is really pissing me off. <laughs> um, and yeah, for now, I think I'm just done with it um super keen for when the online comes out Mm -hmm. i know it got
1: pushed uh the end of this month 27th
0: so super keen for that that'll make me jump back into it which will probably reignite (coughs) me going i really want to get through this story now Mm -hmm. because i just want to play this game again but for now i don't think i'm going to touch it until that comes out which is unfortunate because yeah it is a fantastic game it looks beautiful tells the story nicely you know um, everyone's
1: bitching whinging about it being slow and I'm like no that's what's making it so good for well,
0: me yeah so I was the same so when I started playing a lot of my friends were playing it at the same time mm. we were all in a party chat together playing our own separate solo games Uh-oh. and 50% of us was like oh this, this starting is great you know, you know it eases you into it it's telling a story and then the other half are just it's so slow why can't I just shoot things already? And I'm like, it's gotta tell you a story. It's gotta set everything. And this up isn't Grand
1: Theft Auto, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you gotta take your time with it.
1: But what is really impressive, and I'm gonna do a really bad segue, uh, is that what so <clears throat> Rockstar have been using the same rage engine as they've caught it for a while. yeah uh, with fallout seventy six he was using the same garbage engine. So that brings us into the news. And this section we call inform the players we tell you that playstation news that happened this week and that seg- that segue wasn't just janky on purpose even though it was very janky it brings into the first bit of news so bethesda's todd howard has confirmed that the developer is using will be using the same shitty engine to power uh starfield and elder scrolls 6. For those out of the loop, Bethesda's creation engine did come into being around the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, but the foundations of that engine have been in play for a lot longer than that, dating back as far as Elder Scrolls III Morrowind. Every Bethesda game studio uh, uh, title since has been using the same software on some level, although obviously the developers have improved it over time quote, Fallout 76 uses a new renderer, a new lighting system, and a system for the landscape generation. For Starfield, even more of it changes. And for The Elder Scrolls 6, out there on the the horizon, even more, Howard tells Forbes, confirming that the future games will indeed use the creation engine. We like our editor. It allows us to create worlds really fast, and the modders know it really well. There are some elementary ways we create our games, and that will continue, because that lets us be efficient, and we think it works best. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there. That's a fucking dumb decision. Like, granted, Flight 76 does have these lovely lighting effects and the nice lush green colours of West Virginia. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. But the game looks like poo. Like, compared to other games that we're seeing, even compared to Red Dead Redemption, like, that's like the upper echelons here. But, you know the downside of an of a base system that is this old you see those wrinkles you see those cracks like remember when fallout 4 uh, fallout 4 came out just after the witcher the witcher stomped it yeah it's almost like that fallout 4 was made uh in this little bubble and they never looked out to see what was there and even if they did what they're working on doesn't give them the capabilities to to match that
0: well i mean i'm i'm no game developer but at the same time you know how long is it going to take them to make a new engine? And while they're making that new engine, they're not making any products. They'll just be in this—they'd this, be in this dead section of you know.
1: See, that's where Fallout Seventy Six fills that perfect need. It is running on the older engine, and it's a—it's a—it can essentially be treated as a games of service. Yeah, like they can take this time to a make some money, b not focus on a main release and just build that back end like you know we know that Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 are on the way and they mentioned it there as well but like take some of this time because yeah. like this this wasn't even made by Bethesda's game studio this was done in conjunction with Battlecry which is that new studio they picked up not too long ago so even main development is mean being done by them
0: yeah I get that uh, I said the same thing it looks it looks very dated for a a, a new game hells yeah it and does Fallout 4 looked dated when that came out I mean, their engine is as is, is old as time these mm. days. Um, and I guess they're just using the old... If it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the problem is... It's broke. She broke. Yeah, <laughs> like, shit real broke. They just keep band-aiding it up and patching it together and one day I guess it'll just crumble. Yeah, but and like... And they'll it's... have no choice and then by then it might be too late, but...
1: There is a concern because even when you look at Rage 2 as an example like a an IP that no one really gives a fuck about up until seeing Rage 2. Rage 2 looks great but up you know no one gave two shits about Rage so when they announced they're like okay cool and that, that looks better yeah than what Fallout is and what I big big hyperbolic assumption I think Starlink if it's running if it looks the same Starlink will have a disadvantage the hype for that game is obviously huge and I think it will be at a loss
0: yeah I agree with you there like at the same time obviously you know Fallout can kind of get away with looking drab being a post-apocalyptic game yeah but it can be pretty still like you know yeah
1: like you can you can still be a pretty game and use your brown colour color palette mm-hmm. you know and like with this one it, it does have that nicer lusher yeah appearance but Still,
0: you can definitely tell the eff- like the the lighting effects, like you mentioned. Yeah, the lighting they, looks great. They're definitely so much better than what they were in Fallout Four, but it's still yeah, it's still
1: dated. It's a yeah. So compared to the beta release, Fallout seventy six does look better. I I, yeah. I do think they did they have made some massive improvements between um, the beta period, or at least because depending how old the beta period, like it was only like a week to two weeks. So I think they may have been using old code. Yeah, because. W- a you download a 50 gigabyte day one patch and I think that replaced a big hunk of that base code yeah um but yeah I think they need to replace all of it just strip like not Fallout. I mean like just strip that shit down use Unreal like why do they have to use proprietary why not use Unreal why not Unity but like why well
0: not? you know obviously using proprietary I mean they don't have to pay any licensing fees all that stuff but you know Unreal's a great engine.
1: It's fantastic and it works. And in talk, if you want to talk about modders, modders know how to use Unreal. Yeah. Like it's the most, it's one of the most ubiquitous, uh, like, uh, gaming engines there are. Yeah. So why not? Ah, uh, silly. They got the money. They got the money. They do, but they want to keep the money. So. Yeah, but they, but they're not like a greedy, like an Activision or any or like something like that. So, in terms of they don't need all the money, like they're pretty content with the I money. Don't,
0: I don't know, Bethesda's parent company is pretty. ZeniMax
1: are pretty dick. <laughs> ZeniMax are dick. Um, like assuming that I was a teenager at some point. So you know, yeah, it. Just, who knows?
0: Hopefully, they make a new engine. I'd love to see. I'd love to see new Elder Scrolls on a new engine. Mm, they. That, the-
1: They will find themselves no longer being one of the tentpole gaming developers if they don't do something. Yeah. Speaking of tentpoles, uh, Sony is celebrating the PS4's fifth birthday this week. Or in the US. I think we got a little bit later in this round. Yeah. And it's throwing out some interesting statistics to go along with it. Perhaps most worthy of note is that as of September 2018, Sony has shifted 86.1 million consoles in four in four in five years that's astounding a staggering number and as of uh uh, i copied and pasted from somewhere so it's it's (laughs) and our very own semi-barker i'm like we don't have a semi-barker push square does (laughs) and it doesn't seem to be slowing down uh equally impressive is the number of software sales as of june 2018 the total worldwide number reaches 777.9 million units a lot of games it's not specified but we but it's assumed that these includes both digital and physical uh and then the pla- and as Sony does uh, point out there are some still big titles on the way including The Last of Us Part 2 Ghost of Tsushima Dreams Days Gone Death Stranding and Concrete Genie just from PlayStation themselves nice no. it's so a lot of units it is, so many units
0: but I mean you know I own two yeah we own two um a lot of my friends have owned multiples you know one of my friends is up to four why uh, he's got one for himself one in his study and one for one for the kid one for the other kid and then I think one of them broke and he got another one <laughs> so they just keep replacing them I mean
1: yeah we've, I've got my pro and my wife has the days of play one the nice blue one oh, she's yeah. used like three she's like yeah let's get one It'll be really cool I'll play some more games she's twice yeah. I'm like come on man like play it like play it yeah <laughs> it's fine but uh yeah those games are a little bit far away let's talk about the big stomping games this year as like bourbon inappropriate times the 2018 game award nominees are here we will be doing a full predictions video later uh closer to the release date of the show so probably I think it's like two weeks away so probably might do it next week uh and here are the big game of the year nominations assassin's creed odyssey celeste god of war marvel's spoodman monster hunter world and red dead redemption 2
0: all solid games
1: all solid games i've played all of them but celeste
0: i've played all of them but odyssey Ooh, i haven't played odyssey yet
1: odyssey was fine i i i I didn't go deep into it. it's probably why i'm not feeling that love for it
0: yeah I, I every time I see it, I'm like I want to play that game, and then I'm like I didn't finish Origins. Either finish Origins or don't get it mm. because. So I've been trolling through Origins. It's doing for you. I like it. I've you know I've always liked Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, Egypt's I, cool.
1: Egypt Egypt is very cool, and as, as I said here before, like I love Egypt and shit. And for some reason, it, Origins did absolutely almost nothing for me.
0: Yeah, for me, of that list, I'd love to see Celeste take it. Celeste was incredible yeah i think celeste will uh as but obviously look at those look at those heavy hitters that it's up against
1: as of as buddy watson of dash culture will say whenever he can uh since since release he's been advocating for celeste's game of the year
0: oh yeah i can see why
1: um i personally think red dead will take it but i personally want god of war to take it
0: i think god of war will take it purely because it's been out longer Mm. i think it's got
1: that going for it but i but i think red dead will have an advantage because everyone just played it and they're like that was amazing because i just finished it yeah and you know like that's that's the thing like for many for many gamers or for the average gamer it's all about what they've just played yeah. like it's very difficult to look back like i <laughs> looking back at some of the games i played i forgot monster hunter world came out this year well i i actually tried playing monster hunter world
0: a couple of weeks ago, and I've forgotten how to play it because yeah. it's been that long.
1: Like, Josh loved it. He spent hours, hundreds of hours with mm. it. But, I forgot. I did not remember it was this year.
0: Yeah, I would have thought it was, I would have thought it was last year too, actually, if you had asked me.
1: And that's the problem. It's,
0: it's interesting that it's even in there, to be honest. It's a very, um, I think mean it
1: says a lot about the game, especially seeing as, you know, it's a big Eastern franchise that's yeah, never well, really had a big, yeah, being hit the in the same. West.
0: It's, so, yeah, it's very... I mean, I've always been a fan, but it was a very cult following.
1: What I'm cult. super stoked on uh, is that Celeste, God of War, and Monster Hunter, so three of the six, were all at the start of the year. A lot of the times, the Game of, Game of the War nominations, you tend to see it's the big hunk of the end of the year ones. Yeah. Because everyone kind of forgets, you know, and then... But yeah, no, Celeste will certainly, I think, will do well in the indie space. The only one I think is the content... that could have a contention is, like, Dead Cells, maybe in terms of this of the uh, of an indie game that's had the same like popularity but I think the popularity for Dead Cells although it is a great game came from the controversy that went with it yeah but if you if you wanted to pick up some of those games so get get in that hype before the release. Uh, the Aussie PlayStation store has unleashed a pretty massive sale for Black Friday. Although it is currently live right now and it will end on the 27th of November. I have handpicked a couple that you may want to check out. So Marvel Spooderman is now 54.95. Now granted, some of these probably about the same day as launch price if you buy them uh, retail, but now after the launch week everything's gone back up to pretty much full price. Uh, God of War is thirty nine ninety five. Detroit Become Human is thirty nine ninety five. Uh, I put this one purely for me. WWE Two K nineteen is forty nine ninety five. Down from a hundred, buy it. Uh, Monster Hunter World is thirty dollars ninety five. Rocket League is fourteen ninety seven. And Firewall Zero Hour is twenty four ninety five. Dope little VR game there. Um, personally. I won't be buying any of them because I have them all. Uh, I'll be buying. <laughs> I'll be buying Injustice Two.
0: Detroit at forty dollars might make me. Detroit's up. fucking dope, Wait, man. Detroit. At four- I, have, I? I have not played. Detroit not. Oh yet. no, I have,
1: a, I have a download copy. My bad.
0: So, um, I would definitely like to play that.
1: Yeah, uh, Detroit is great, and you you will get forty bucks out of it. Oh, I, yeah. I think you would. Um, but yeah, Injustice Two is one I'm picking up, because uh, it's like forty bucks for all of it. Nice. uh and I'm also getting the Spider-Man, uh, D- uh, season pass. It's like eight bucks, ten bucks off or something.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, I, was, I was was going to say that when you mentioned Spider-Man, I was going to say is the DLC on sale because I um I definitely want to pick that up.
1: Yeah, because I'm this. I'm st- I I haven't gone back, but I'm still this close to getting the plat. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, and I think the DLC might be enough to get me in. Although Black Cat doesn't really interest me, and the villain that I mentioned last week. Um, doesn't interest me for the second one, which is what Turf Wars. I do hope the third is not as much killer one that brings me in. Um, but the the base the base of that game is so good they can put whatever they want on it. Yeah. I'm probably gonna play it. Yeah, the traversal kind
0: of just kept me going. I just enjoyed swinging around the city. As is in
1: like when I was just trying to get grind tr- for trophies. I just had podcasts. I was just playing. It was great. Yeah. Absolutely great. Now this is this is a topic. The next bit of news is a bit of contention. It's a conversation we've had many times. We, we both take. We both have the same stance. But we have debated on this on a lot. So, um, in order for the full context, this is this piece comes directly from Push Square. In the latest craze, games no longer having one single defined release date. They ha- now have at least two. In the case of Battlefield Five, which is already available as of right now for some people, was available last week for others. Yes, and will be available next week for any remaining people. They have four or f- so. Th- so they have four release dates, if not more. And it's something that w- that's uh, while well, we- I've been concerned about. Is it it's an it was an issue with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It was an issue with Hitman, Tomb Raider, I any Ubisoft title. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider was one. Uh, unfortunately, as is often the case with these things, it does seem to work for the publishers. GamesIndustry.biz reports that sales of the expensive special editions, which are typically the versions that offer early access, are on the up, and more and more companies are beginning to pay attention as we're seeing more and more people do it. I uh, will un- undoubtedly introduce early access versions uh, after our next game. It quotes one mid-sized publisher. So get nice and vague. I expect dual release dates will only increase next year. Uh, even including the, the retail chain Game, they have stated that yes, it is proving effective. Uh, their boss, Martin Gibbs, has uh, informed Push Square having talked about the sales of Hitman 2. Uh, We are a big part of that. Some of these games have been exclusive to us from a retail perspective, and there has been an appetite for those experiences to come a little bit earlier. He added that it can lead to some release date uncertainties, but the trials have worked really well.
0: Yeah, um, like well, like you said, we've had this conversation a few times. I ran into it with Tomb Raider. I was under the impression it released on Date Y. I went in on Date Y and they're like, nah, it's not coming out for another three days unless you pay X amount of dollars. And I'm like, well, I've been told that... Like $150. bucks." i have been told that they want it now, so I guess I'm paying $150 for it. Uh, EA's done this for a while with EA Access. Mm-hmm. I believe if you subscribe to EA Access, you get
1: you get... It's not on PlayStation, so
0: Yep. I have it. I have it on Xbox. I love Game Pass. Love EA Access. <laughs> love getting it. <early laughs> Game Pass stuff. is fantastic. Game Pass is so good. Would love to see PlayStation Live or PlayStation Now. Is it PlayStation Now come to Australia? Yep. Uh, I would sign up for that in an, a heartbeat. Love playing old games for having a big library, but mm. um, if it works, it works. I mean... I've been sucked into it. I'm sure other people have been sucking into
1: it. I'm still yet I'm yet to be sucking into it. Now granted I am in a, am a bit more privileged position where some of my games come around that time anyway, but it's just uh, personally, I struggle to pay hundred bucks for a game. So I'm there's very, very few games will get me to pay 150 bucks. Yeah. Granted, that's on release day. WWE, I paid I bought it day one. Uh, so I bought it like a couple days after after receiving the two, copy from 2K on the Xbox and my on PlayStation. Went and bought it on PlayStation. Last week, bought the season pass. So in terms of the actual total cost, it is about the same now. Yeah. <laughs> and I could have got it three days early. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, if they want their game out early, just, just release it early. But obviously, the stats show mm. that it's working, so they're not going to do that.
1: I do question... The, the earliness of it it's like no no that is the release date of the game you you are putting a paywall uh, behind people oh yeah like as in you're not getting it early this is the release date and you are preventing people from getting it for three days yeah. depends how you want to look at it whether you're want whether you want to, whether you're a glass half full or glass half empty sort of person granted
0: most of the expensive editions do come with the season passes like I know the the copy of Shadow of the Tomb Raider I picked up mm-hmm. that I got three days early had the season pass included so I mean realistically it's buy the season pass play it early yeah, and if you're gonna buy yeah. that season pass anyway, I personally don't see the harm in doing it. Um, but if you're if you're skeptical on that on that uh, that season pass, mm. then you know it, it is it, a weird it, line. It, it, it's sucky being kept out of a game for three days just because it's like, especially if that game was to have online content, and then you're yes. now and now yes and now whoever bought it early has that three day advantage on you. So, like
1: Battlefield Five, you someone some people are gonna have about a week on you.
0: Uh, I've I've heard the progression on Battlefield Five is a little bit different these days. Mm-hmm. I know there's no premium anymore. Yes, so you don't get all that free stuff straight off the bat, which is cool.
1: I don't play since Battlefield Three.
0: Can't pay to win. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Battlefield guy. Yeah, I'm, we're I'm, we're I've tr- always s- been a Call of Duty guy. Um,
1: but. From a business perspective, I totally get it. You got to make the money where you can. With the, uh, the 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 base price of a game, you know, everyone's like, you know, in, especially in the US, everyone's bitching and whinging about it. You know, the the game's got to be 60 bucks on day one. Mm. Game prices do need to change. Preferably not in Australia because 100 bucks is fucked as it is. But in the US, they do because you know, with inflation, they haven't moved. This is them adjusting for inflation.
0: Yeah. Well, I got that nice little email from Steam this morning saying, "Get excited! We're going to do Australian dollars soon." And I'm like, "Why? Everything's going to be more expensive now."
1: Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Steam.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you know. as it, I, I'm yet, to, I'm yet to buy it. You have, I have. not us- personally, it was, it was for someone else. But I was the one who handed over the money, and I felt really dirty doing it. <laughs> but
1: let us know what you think in this comments below. Uh, are you a, stan- a fan of these three day early? Or at well, least three you, or a week early out of
0: curiosity what game would get you to do it
1: I have no idea I have no if, if idea if God of
0: War had a, had a $150 edition to play it three days early would I you bought have,
1: the would $150 edition have... but I also got it but, like two, uh, two weeks before yeah
0: but w- had you have not been in the
1: position you were <laughs>
0: in would you have dropped that extra cash to get it early maybe <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe it
1: varies on it, ver- it does vary on the game and like the downside of what we do is that I don't get hype for games much anymore
0: Yeah, which is understandable.
1: Like I'm, like I'm, I'm I'm not cynical, but I'm not like super stoked. So when something does catch my attention, like God of War, like Red Dead, I'm like, I'm gonna throw my money at it. Like I Red Dead, I bought that big old fucking strategy guide for it. I'm never gonna use it (laughs) because it's spoilers. But I used to do the same thing mm. with Final Fantasy games. I'd buy, I'd buy
0: collector's edition games. I'd buy the, by the, the guides, and I just keep them because they were pretty books. Mm. You know, they have that nice artwork. And then I eventually sold them all.
1: <laughs> like I even because once because Red Dead is a game that comes like every eight years. Like it's not it's not an Assassin's Creed as I mentioned to Jess. It's like if, if it was, um, hey, this is company. This is, do you want to buy this fuck off edition of Assassin's Creed? I'm like no. <laughs> yeah. You're like hey, but you want this? You want this random a uh, uh, box of assorted shit for Red Dead? But, I'm like, but I yes. mean,
0: look at how how overstocked they get with those Assassin's Creed games like you wait a couple of weeks and then all of a sudden they're on sale with their statues for 49
1: dollars. yeah you go to you, you go to pax and they have the mega store it's like here's you, want, you just want one
0: yeah we, 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 we'll P- pay you to take one <laughs> please take one <laughs> 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 we have yeah, so many
1: uh but yes let's jump into some quick fire news uh supermassive games have stated that they are still working on quote several unannounced position exclusives uh which is rad for, to, for those that don't know they were the ones created until dawn uh yeah and there's a bunch of spin-offs that on Uh Subnautica, it's a big hit on the PCs. Is coming to PS4 early December. PUBG uh, is officially coming to PS4 after the rumors we talked about last week, and it will launch on the 7th of December. I predicted the 20th, so I was off. Uh, an updated pattern from 2017 has shown that Sony will uh, may potentially be looking into a controller where the touchpad is replaced by a touch screen. I saw this. Weird.
0: We're gonna, we're gonna all have really well controller prices will just go up. Yeah. So instead of the ninety nine dollar controller or ninety dollar controller, yep. it's gonna be like hundred.
1: I have a feeling it's gonna be like. Do you, you remember hear about um? You know, there was like the iPad that replaced the function buttons with a little touch screen. Yeah. But exactly that, and be like, I don't want to use that. That's dumb. It's exactly what it will be. If
0: I don't use my touchpad now. Why do I need a screen
1: there? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I I use it as a big old it's a big button now. Yeah. Like especially because I've been using the Razer Raiju control, which the review is coming, if not already has come out. I mean better well, than on that one. But think. it's just a big old button.
0: Yeah, well none of none of the games really utilise the fact that it's got tracking or, hmm. or anything.
1: Like some did. Some, some did. Like five of them and those five did it all right. Like, you know, Tearaway and like it's, it an infamous and other ones. It's a big map button. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it's it's is. A big map button. <laughs> uh, and this brings us to the top-selling games for the week ending the 11th of November. Number 10: Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Number 9: Hitman 2. Number 8: uh, Overwatch Legendary Edition. Number 7 rambo six siege number six is nba 2k19 number five is fifa 19 number four is assassin's creed odyssey number three is marvel's Spooderman. still that's really impressive uh, number two is call of duty black ops 4 and number one is red dead redemption 2 so it looks like in the in the Australasias, um, yeah, red dead 2 is obviously the big hitter and marvel spider-man still doing well almost two months after release which is fantastic um i assume as as before i assume overwatch and siege are on release due to current sales and or because siege is also cheap on black um,
0: siege is also about to drop new dlc ooh, with new characters and the so thing, is
1: there is there doing some esports and stuff now
0: possibly i uh, know
1: shane from ubi if you're watching because i know you do sometimes watch what's going on you guys gonna, you got some things planned um we did send me an email obviously
0: like, overwatch league's pretty big at the moment yeah it's huge right overwatch now Overwatch has got a new character dropping soon that's true because that came out of blizzcon um whoever makes blizzards uh um cutscene videos mm-hmm. and shorts they need to start making full-length movies because they are really good at what they do
1: Josh pitched them to me a couple of times but I've never sat down and watched them
0: do it it's totally worth it Mm.
1: but it's also depressing for Hitman 2 knowing that two old games like Siege and Overwatch beat you
0: yeah yeah Yeah.
1: it might have legs though it might it might come in low but it might have legs it might stay there for a while
0: is it Running the same way as the first one did, where they're periodic releasing
1: episodes? Nope, it's one big big old release. (laughs) So that's kind of, yeah. I think think we're pretty good. I might check it out eventually. I mean, no rush. I have tons of games right now. So, that's all well and good, but let's have a chat to the players, Max, which normally is you. It is normally me, yeah. About the E3. Now i'm just going to once again read a piece just to sort of get all the information out about what is happening so there has been speculative rumors that sony uh will not be attending e3 2019 they have since come out and confirmed it so this means that there'll be no annual press conference or show floor presence present at the event from sony speaking with game informer playstation senior vice president of communications jennifer clark said that quote It will not activate or hold a press conference around E3, which means they are doing nothing in that time period. That means no similar event during the same time frame yet, as I said. Thanks, article. Quote, as the industry evolves, Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage the community. PlayStation fans mean the world to us, and we always want to innovate, think differently, and experiment with new ways to delight gamers. As a result, we have decided to not participate in E3 in twenty nineteen. We are exploring a new familiar so new and familiar ways to engage our community uh, in twenty nineteen and we can't wait to share our plans with you. But there's no additional information on what company has planned, but after the cancellation of PSX this year, this doesn't sound awesome. It should be it it could be the company has something even better in planned a big position meeting or something rumored about ps5 it's not out of the question but seeding that all import the, but stepping away from that massive week in june mm. it's not looking good man it's not looking good so we asked that question max what do you think this means interpret it for me
0: well like i mentioned uh, on the facebook group you know, I feel that Sony are kind of damned if they do, damned if they don't at this point. Yep. Uh, they rock up to E3, they show the same games that they've been showing for the last two years, and everyone's like, "Well, that was a waste of time." And now that they're, they're like, "We're not going," everyone's like, "Well, why not? Why aren't you going? Why are you doing this to us?" Mm. So, you know, I I think no matter which way they go, they were going to be. And after last year's E3 showing, which had this really awkward. Vibe to it I guess where they had these different locations and they had I imagine if you were on the show floor it would have been fantastic walking to these different locations of the different games that they were showing off but it was a really weird view for those at home Mm. it was and um, yeah I think they just they're going to go back and hopefully come back with uh, come back strong Uh, like I've always said it's the one thing Nintendo do right are their directs if everyone just released directs all the time
1: it'd be fantastic mm. so I, I agree I agree where you're coming from you, you know as in them having showing the the same game over over sorry the same game, games over and over again and I think for that reason is certainly why they're not showing up like Death Stranding has been showed fucking anywhere yeah anywhere Yeah. Kojima's anywhere the Death a- Stranding can be put Kojima's put something there so being that one of as we move closer to the generational change we are i wouldn't say it's a death rattle but that they're 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 running on empty they are doing not the, like they although whatever fumes are left those fumes are certainly impressive but they can't there's nothing outside of next year yeah well, they're in a,
0: they're in a weird situation because they can't show off games that they're of they they clearly got to be developing games for PS5. Has to be right now, but they can't show those things yet because they haven't announced the console. They're clearly not ready to announce the console yet. Otherwise, they wouldn't have sorry they wouldn't have done this. Yeah. So either they're gonna host their own PSX maybe a little bit earlier in the year, uh, but after the after the time frame of E3 because they've they've said that they're not gonna mm. do anything around that time. But uh, short of that, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do.
1: Yeah. So there are a couple of things that it, that it tells to me. A, it, as I said, it tells me that that they the PS Five is right around the corner, mm. but it is not twenty nineteen. It's been, many people have been like it's twenty nineteen. Like I've been saying it for a while. It is not. It's, I've always thought it was going to be twenty twenty. If it, if, so it if anything yeah me if thank it, you if it
0: was gonna be 2019 by shor- <laughs> surely by now we would have to know we're about. at it. the end of 2018 yeah. now we would know about
1: it by yeah. Now. yeah so the the way they've done it they did it for ps4 and i think they may have done the same for ps3 if i can't remember right, if i can remember right the whole idea is they would announce it in march they would showcase it at e3 and then have it out by by november yep. the idea being we tell you about it we show you it you've got eight months to save it because in the us that's for them it's about they've got to make sure they can get those pre-orders down people can start banking how much money they're going to need yeah. so for that reason and if they're not doing e3 it'd be weird of them to announce at the start of next year that it's going to come out at the end of the year because they you'd still want to get the hype train on, on at e3 which only tells which 100 percent confirms Well, not confirms. It pretty much locks down PS5 for 2020. Any longer than that, you're pushing it, man. Because we... By the looks of it, Xbox and Microsoft, they're going to be moving in real soon. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they have a new console come. At least they'll... I think they might announce something next year.
0: I was surprised they didn't announce something at their show in Mexico a couple of weeks ago. I I thought they would have said something then, but that was very game pass oriented
1: yeah so rumor has it that they are working on a new build mm. of the of the one of the xbox one of the xbox one like a discless version or something yeah so that way they can get like the one x out cheaper i suppose like by 50 bucks um but i think they, they'll certainly hold their hand for a little bit longer yeah. but the xbox need that generational change Oh yeah. In terms of marketing, in terms of PR, in terms of community, like they need to get that they they need to get that jump over. They've they've essentially conceded to this this generation as they should, definitely, because they've like they're like they can't turn this one around. They're going
0: to come out so hard, exactly, and that's the point. So hard.
1: That's why like that's why Microsoft will need to get that change going. I I don't think that they'll have the power right now to force PlayStation's hand and get them to announce it earlier, but. Could do some.
0: Well, the problem is, I think all their developers as well, especially all their recently acquired ones, they're not going to be ready for a few more years nope. to come. So, mm. unfortunately, if they, if you know, if they've got something coming out in the next year or so, not everything will be ready. Yeah. So I think, yeah, like you said, they're going to hold hold their hand for now, and PlayStation aren't looking at pushing anything anytime soon. No. If they don't have to. So yeah, they're, they're clearly out in front, and they're gonna they're gonna hold that for as long as they can. I think.
1: Yeah, I, I think th- I think they've done. The- <sighs> It disappoints me because I love E3 and I love the PlayStation shows and I want them to talk about cool shit. Yeah. However, it also makes me... It also... I get it. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but I get it. Like, as you said, like, they they need they don't they don't have anything to show they haven't already shown before and rather than get that bad pr of being like well looks like xbox one at one e3 nah man if you're not there you can't lose (laughs) (laughs) so like i get that and they can still do some other stuff throughout the year. They mentioned familiar and new ways of showcasing it. So that familiar could either be, there's going to announce a bunch more shit in the blog post, which is kind of boring. Uh, that could mean a PSX. And as you said, it may be an adjusted time frame. Because if they were wanting to do stuff in 2020, it might be worthwhile for them to- Because when's, when's PSX? Normally? PSX is normally November, December. Yeah.
0: So that's, if they don't change that date, obviously they're not doing one this year. If they don't change that date, that means they've got an entire year. Of nothing. Well, longer still, because obviously E3 was in June. Mm. So they'll have no big showing of announcements from June this year to if they do PSX in November next year. That's a year and a half of of no showing if, if they're not going to be at E3 or doing anything else around the time frame.
1: So one of the things they mentioned here is we find ways to innovate, think differently, and experiment. So do you reckon, do you reckon that... Would you think... The PlayStation and Sony may try the Nintendo Direct approach.
0: I'd love to see them try the Nintendo Direct approach. Uh, they're they're so good, you know. They're, they're they're relatively short. They're to the point. They show what we want to see. Uh, obviously, a lot of it's just um, a one-on-one interview kind of thing. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you've all seen Nintendo Directs before. They work. Like they they just they just work. They they cut out all the fluff, all that awkwardness that that comes with sometimes having two people trying to have a chat about something. Mm. It just, it just gets directly to the point.
1: What the one thing I really like about Nintendo directs is it allows them to focus on a particular title. Like they've been doing all these smash releases lately. So the entire, the entire direct is based around one game. So rather than having to somehow uh, cater in E3, like, Hey, we're going to showcase 20 games and you might give a shit about three of them. They're like, well, we're going to stagger release a bunch of different directs over the year, and they're like, here's one for Days Gone. Here's one for a bunch of indies we're working with. Here's a VR one. You know, there's all these different little drops yeah. that, uh, you know, will get them what they... If they go this route, by the way, like they'll get them what they need. It'll get that spread out. It can still be shared on the blog, so it's already there. You know, they can... they If they want, they can still hold events like Nintendo does, yeah. you know... PlayStation aren't afraid of copying Nintendo. They've done it before and they can do it again. Um, so that would certainly be a good way to to meet in the middle. Um, yeah. But yeah, overall, E3, they're missing it. Bums me out. Yeah, Personally, definitely.
0: definitely. Um, it's always a show to look forward to. Yeah,
1: it seems like the right move for what, for what it seems like the current situation is. Yeah. I, I must admit, if they rocked
0: up and, sh- and showed me more of the same yeah i think i'd be a little bit really uh, yeah. guys come on
1: you because know, even you know like uh as much as i love trying to then, piece what, together is it?
0: what uh what kojima's mind's trying to do with death stranding <laughs> i just yeah I'm, I'm overseeing it at this point
1: yeah like I, I said the same thing about days gone you know i'm like i've done seeing it let me just play it i play it and i'm like now i want it now i want it like if they show me death stranding again which you know, Kojima and Jeff Keighley you know that, are, are know, like the best of friends.
0: Kojima's gonna do like a Christmas special for Death Stranding as well. On yeah. Christmas Eve, we'll get a little... Well, <laughs> the, <be> the,
1: <laughs> the Game Awards, like him and Jeff Keighley are like the best of friends. And he always comes up at the from Game Awards yeah. or something. So, it means we're probably gonna get some shit at Game Awards. Stoked. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but then like, the, even then there's Dreams as well, which granted, now that I've played it as well, I understand it. So, I'm, I'm confused about Dreams. Yeah. Is it,
0: was it, is it, is it, is it like what Xbox had with Project Spark where it was kind of like a
1: game developing game yeah 100% cool yeah so like it, but what I what I loved about it is yeah that that it is it, it is more than a game it's, it is a game development suite that does have some single player stuff in it and it allows for really cool creative gameplay uh, like you would with Little Big Planet you can go yeah. in there and make cool shit and it works um, that's what I liked about it and I I want to see where that goes but the problem is that when the hell is that coming out allegedly there's a beta within the next month okay when yeah and even then like if that if that still goes to e3 and they have e3 time and they haven't announced anything that's that's abysmal you know we've got days gone coming out in in, uh april now and the original prediction was the Last of Us would come out in Juneish. I think it's going to be later in the year, personally.
0: Uh, especially if Days Gone's coming out in April, they one a little bit more of a gap yeah. between those two. I days. think so.
1: I think once people get their hands on on Days Gone, the aesthetic of it being both zombie esque games goes away pretty fast. Mm. They're, they're telling incredibly different stories. They play quite differently, um, but. From a pure optic standpoint, yeah, it's hard to separate the two.
0: But at the, but at the same time, even if they were, even if they aren't similar games, like Sony wouldn't want to release two of their big titles right next to each other. Like, it's not like they would release God of War within like three weeks of Detroit. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> realistically, though, look at look
0: at look at Detroit versus God of War, though. Yeah. Whereas you know they they wouldn't have released Last of Us next to it. They wouldn't release True. like you know they know that that's that's something that's going to sell.
1: But if if that, if if that was the case and they were treating Detroit as a second tier Cause, release, because it was originally coming out earlier, wasn't it?
0: Was uh, it was it in that February cluster of we're gonna throw like oh Days Gone, yeah, Days Gone was on yeah. Feb twenty second, yeah, yeah. That,
1: so I think they would be tri- if 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 in the same vein, you're thinking like God of War, Last of Us, that's a ten pole title, like mm. uh, that's a big one, and then they've got the second tier, and well, Days Gone they've, they've is been certainly pushing,
0: second tier. They've been pushing that pretty hard. Days
1: gone because they have to they're gonna make money off it <laughs> yeah. it's been in development for a while and yeah i
0: was worried when they kept pushing it back I've, i'm i'm very slowly falling off it but after hearing you say you've played it and now you want it
1: oh yeah i want it
0: it's definitely gonna be re intrigued
1: i want it hashtag influencer that's what, that's what i do but uh yeah let us know what you think what what like what do you guys think that uh Sony stepping away from e th- E3 will affect the company will it hurt them even further in terms of optics because right now they're, they've got some there's some tall poppy syndrome going on and everyone's yeah. just hacking at them because they're at the top um, will this give Microsoft an advantage because even minutes after they announced that Xbox the Twitter account was like see you at E3
0: well are they doing like what they savage. did last year where they weren't at E3 but they were they kind of rented a, a hall, the, out. Ex-
1: the Microsoft theater yeah. maybe I don't know. All I know is they're coming back once again. They need that push. Yeah. They can't take... They don't have the luxury of taking a year off, which is good. It's it's good because that means they'll fight for it, and I want to see that fight. But June um, is way away. I don't know why the fuck we're talking about E3 already. Like, I was already exhausted when they would announce stuff like a month out from E3. Like, yeah. this is happening at E3. I'm like, ugh. Now literally six months but uh, oh it's exhausting but here are the games that are coming out this week in a section we call coming to the players where we straight up just read what's coming off on the drop as the disclaimer we always say this is the list for the playstation us store so some things may alter some things may be different but most of them should be the same kicking things off is cthulhu tactics ps4 digital playing that battlefield 5 ps4 digital and retail every mankind's greatest conflict with battlefield 5 as the series goes back to its roots in a never-before-seen portrayal of world war 2 take on all-out multiplayer across the world or witness human drama set against global combat in single player war stories beat saber psvr digital so keen oh yeah enjoying precisely handcrafted levels and exclusively created electronic dance music all embedded in an appealing futuristic world swing your sabers match the color and the right directions to slash the cubes and keep up with the adrenaline pumping music this game is gonna make you dance now as a fan i know we're both big fans of a rock band and rhythm games well i played this
0: yeah, I've played it. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, the the uh, I played it on PC, mm-hmm. and the the modding community for this game is phenomenal. Ooh, really, the amount of custom tracks that are available already. So that's obviously one thing that Sony's gonna miss Do out. Do people on.
1: put the li- like other licensed music in? For ooh, um,
0: you know, someone someone did the Imperial March for Star Wars, <laughs> and
1: there is nothing better than. As you know. someone that that has over a. Th- close to a thousand songs on rock band if they make a a store on beat saber and i enjoy the shadow beat saber like i think i will take my money bendy and the ink machine ps4 digital boxing apocalypse psvr digital crow the legend ps4 digital <gasps> farming simulator 19 ps4 digital and retail the ultimate farming simulation returns with a complete graphics overhaul and the most complete farming experience ever become a modern farmer and develop your farm fill uh filled with exciting new farming activities crops and animals i may reach out for that one I, I think i own yeah.
0: farming simulator 17
1: yeah i think I, I, we, got, we got it at some point i don't know where it is it's in the other room flashback ps4 digital and retail uh gundamoniums ps4 digital cross by marvel's spooderman turf wars ps4 digital oh that's interesting now normally they don't showcase dlc in the drop so awesome It makes sense. Spider-Man must put an end to the turf war erupting between the Magia crime family and gang-leading Hammerhead before Marvel's New York becomes its greatest casualty. Mecho Wars, uh, uh, Desert Ashes, uh, PS4 and PS Vita, Digital Cross by Slay Away Cam Butcher's Cut, which was in the drop last week for some reason. Uh, PS4, uh, sorry, PS Vita Digital. Squishies is a PSVR title, digital. Stormboy, PS4 Digital. Now, I believe that may be an Australian game. It's out on the 21st. Uh, it was at PAX. Uh, based on the Colin Tyrell's 1964 children's book of the same name. Apparently it make you cry. It's a big cool book that makes you cry. Titanic VR. BSVR Digital out on the 22nd of November. Titanic VR is a diving simulator and a immersive interactive story. You will uh, you will leave with a greater understanding of the historical tragedy that unfolded in 1912 leading to the sinking of the world's most famous ship. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. I ain't paying for it, but it would be awesome. I, I, I'm going to have to pay for it if I want to play it because I, don't, I don't, do not know who would release that. But the one that is the standout <laughs> YouTuber's Life ps4 digital as a youtuber myself i do wonder whether this will be accurate <laughs> don't talk to your friends <laughs> And then you're gonna stream it on twitch right oh without <laughs> it out become the most successful youtuber on the planet <laughs> create videos get subscribers attend events interact with your friends and grow your channel live a you uh, live a true youtubers life so a true youtuber life so you're gonna have some crippling de- depression <laughs> Um, you'll be reliant on ad revenue and you'll hate yourself. It'll teach you how to clickbait. Oh, man. The th- I'm going to make some of the gnarly thumbnails. Uh, In Genuinely Low, I will probably play that. Yeah. I'm going to pick that up and play it because I think Why that would not? be a fun stream. Um, Other than that, Spooderman should be pretty sweet. And Farming Sim, catch my injuries, but Beat Saber is very clearly the big one there. Uh, Yeah, I'm super keen. Let me know when you get it. I'll come over sounds good to um, me and is that everything i believe it still-
0: one of us can shepherd james while the other one plays <laughs>
1: well i just think like uh i'm taking advantage of my of my my wife and son being out of the house um that my wife's off to a baby shower tomorrow so they'll be gone for like four hours and i'm gonna sit down and finally give astrobot a go so as you would have seen on uh on the street uh, on the social medias this week as I perp, jerking on the microphone. Uh, PlayStation Australia were very kind enough to send us a code for Astrobot, as well as a little goodie bag, um, which is because apparently one of the things in the game is collecting coins. Yeah. So there's a nice little, like, Hessian bag with a bunch of chalky coins in it. It was really cool aesthetic. My son just chewed, like, half of them. Like, I literally, <laughs> I put the photo on, and the photo looks kind of staged, but like, I, I, I left the room and I came back, and then I just scattered across the table, and he's just munging on him. I'm like, <laughs> crap. Anyway, but thank you so much for joining me, Max. I hope you time, enjoyed yeah. yourself. Yeah, it was good fun. Definitely good fun. Because you, you don't poddle that often. You don't, no, not no. At all. You're not a, a content creator. No, no. But you can't be with YouTubers' life.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> I should check it out. Get on that YouTube live.
1: Yeah. Man. It's going to be, like, I guarantee you that YouTuber life will be way better than the real YouTuber life.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Because, like, you know.
0: Probably have better graphics,
1: too. <laughs> the algorithm will be let's boot, let's pooped. But anyways, if you enjoyed that conversation, that conversation happens every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on the YouTubes and 8 a.m. on podcast services. In now, including spotify but if you want to join that conversation head over to the facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash the pop culture so you can talk to me you can talk to max you can talk to josh you can talk to any of them it's a good little group of people over there yeah good fun it's good fun it? everyone's always on
0: that's great it, there's, always there's, always always, there's always always there's always someone, talking someone talking chatting something.
1: yeah uh we are on discord as well which we never use as much as we should no i, still, I don't either. understand discord i don't get it i just don't get it i use it for voice chat and that's about it yeah uh but if you want to support the pop culturist head over to patreon.com slash pop where you can find a tier that interests yourself where if you so choose you can throw us a couple bucks and you'll be able to watch uh, us record this show live every week and if you want to show the love of the pop Culturist on your body head to popcultures.com shop where you can buy shirts like this phone cases i threw it down there because i got mad at ebay um i've said anyway map so, life oh see i have this i don't think i mentioned i, I maybe i've mentioned this already on here but like i love game maps yeah but i think i, I think i think i love them because I, i'll buy the edition with a map in it. i'm like yeah one day i'll frame it and i'll put it on a wall and it will look so cool as you can see there's no fucking maps on any of these walls <laughs> oh well i think better of myself than i actually am yeah. but we are on uh <laughs> we are on twitch at twitch.tv slash the where this week uh sorry last week i uh streamed fallout i streamed pokemans i was gonna do spyro man it's like i'm trying to do more on the streams i'm trying trying very hard not very hard but i'm trying hard uh i think that's it doing the quick list in my head fuck it i'm sure you've all heard it all before but anyways until next week until next week and with the return of the bearded one josh saunders i was speaking of yeah. i shaved my beard off i caved i totally caved i had like a mad my, my i had a mad brain break it's like you have to shave your beard off you shave your beard off like, Fuck. and i felt so much better so i had to do it it was weird my brain genuinely broke because of my beard it's very weird
0: it was a weird it was a weird look i'm not gonna lie yeah i didn't really the, i
1: saw it i'm just like i don't know yeah you know? I don't, I don't quite have, like, the worst thing about my beard was I thought, oh, maybe it'll cover the tunes. It made them fucking more obvious. <laughs> it made them so much more obvious. It was really, really bad. But until next week, I am Ryan Betson. I am Max Cooper. And that was For the Players.